Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about proactive mobile threat defense, and it's my pleasure to be speaking with John Harrington, Jr., Product Marketing Manager with IBM Security, and Michael Covington, Vice President of Product with Wandera. John, Michael, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. So let's jump right into this. Uh, give us a, some impressions up front. How are you seeing the current enterprise threat landscape evolve? So I'll go ahead and uh, kick this one off. This is Michael. Uh, you know, we're seeing a pretty significant shift in how users are being targeted as organizations make what's a pretty big move to adopting mobility to enable their workers. And you might think that the, the problems we've been fighting for years, you know, the viruses, the ransomware problems, that they would continue on mobile. And certainly it's true that we do see some malicious apps out there, but they're not nearly as widespread as malware was on the desktop. And the reason for this has a lot to do with the users themselves and how distracted they are as they multitask on mobile and the actual form factor of devices. And I think, you know, if I look at the threat landscape today, there's really three key threat categories that jump out at me as being kind of the, the new path for attacking users in this uh, mobile first world. Uh, the first is phishing. Mobile phishing is actually the number one threat vector that we see utilized to attack mobile employees and uh, mobile first organizations. And this shouldn't come as a surprise. There's a frequently quoted industry stat out there that shows that more than 90% of data breaches actually begin with a phish. The trend is continuing on mobile, and it has a lot to do with the fact that the attacks have moved outside of email, and so they're not protected anymore. Uh, we're seeing more and more phishing attacks coming across SMS, social media messengers, even mobile ads. And then in addition to phishing, we have issues like crypto jacking, where the attackers are trying to monetize mobile as an attack platform. They're trying to utilize these always connected devices to mine for cryptocurrencies. And we're even seeing the attackers going after the infrastructure. Probably one of the easiest attacks to launch on mobile is a man-in-the-middle attack, where you essentially stand up a spoofed Wi-Fi hotspot. You give it a, a familiar name, and users will very readily connect to it and pass data through it. So those are the, the three key areas that I see standing out as uh, kind of new uh, and really different for mobile organizations to, to keep in mind. Well, with that as a backdrop, where do you see the biggest gaps in the traditional reactive cybersecurity controls that many enterprises have deployed? Sure. Yeah, I can take that one. And this is John Harrington from the Mastery 60 side. So in the context of all the threats that Michael just went through, there's a lot of teams within the business that need to work together. Um, and we're seeing more often than not that the teams are working out of sync and you know almost in silos with one another most typically under the CISO and CIO organizations. And where this really starts is it, it's around their investments and their strategy. So for one, in the context of those threats, they're using different tools and mobile threat defense is, is you know, the one that they're usually using to get ahead of uh, things like phishing, crypto jacking, man in the middle. That's really a way to make sure that those threats stay out of the context of the organization, uh, don't pose any threats to their proprietary data. And they're using unified endpoint management tools and that's more under the CIO organization uh, to get ahead of uh, device management, right? Getting the devices enrolled, secured, enabled with access to corporate apps and resources. But really, there's not a lot of synchronicity between the two, right? There's not a whole lot of communication back and forth where those teams are coordinating with one another to not only protect the endpoints, but protect them from threats that pose them. 
So that that's, you know, in a summary, one of the bigger gaps that we're seeing today. And what we think, you know, can, can really make a difference is, is adding on the functionalities to have these work in harmony or in concert with one another so that teams don't need to add on a whole nother point solution or another team to manage the workflows that would be required to get ahead of these threats in the context of, of mobile. You know, as I, as I look uh, over some recent events, there is, um, you know, I think a real threat that highlighted this disconnect that John was just talking about. And it was the WhatsApp vulnerability that was announced. Now, this is a vulnerability for, for those people who haven't gotten familiar with the actual um, attack where the official WhatsApp application that came from the real mobile application stores actually had a vulnerability in it that was impacting every major mobile operating system that was out there. And it was one where an attacker, simply by making a phone call, could have surveillance software installed and essentially have access to everything that WhatsApp has access to on the device. The camera, the microphone, the contact list, all of the messaging that occurs over that device. And when we saw organizations become aware of the vulnerability, one team was was driving awareness. That was usually the security team who knew about the vulnerability and, and kind of the exploits that were out in the wild. And then you had this other team, Mobility, who really had the tools to assess where the organization was going to have an impact or where they were being impacted by this particular vulnerability. Neither had the ability to really join their data sets and get at what we would consider a basic set of stats to really assess their risk exposure. How many devices were vulnerable? How quickly were they, were they patching it? And what else could be done if they were actually going to pull devices into the help desk to actually address this issue, upgrade the application, remove it, whatever it was that they decided to do to act? No team really had the full empowerment that they needed in order to, to get this tackled. There's, I think, just a general lack of focus on mobile security and situations like this highlight how easy it is for attackers to compromise sensitive data because mobile devices in general have just kind of been left off to the side untouched. And so I think that the, the WhatsApp vulnerability really highlighted for a lot of organizations the need for security and endpoint management to come together and think more holistically about what they're going to do for the next big issue that, that, that starts to tackle mobile uh, so that they're a little bit more prepared the next time something comes through. Gentlemen, I started this conversation by saying we're going to talk about proactive mobile threat defense. What would you say are the fundamental elements and tools of such a defense? And uh, I think those tools that I mentioned earlier are a great place to kind of start this conversation. Mobile threat defense, unified endpoint management, and again, that, that unified delivery model between the two. So making sure that they're working in concert with one another. In the context of UEM um, and MCD, when you're rolling this out, you want to make sure that you're taking into account the delivery model that the organization wants to employ, right? So a lot of organizations are giving a bring your own device or BYOD policy, try or choose your own device where the organization decides which devices they are comfortable supporting and giving employees an option to choose the ones that, that fit their needs or use cases. There's also COSU or COPE a couple other different methods for embracing devices, but all the same, you want to make sure that you're taking into account the delivery model and making sure that the solutions you're investing in and rolling out align with the ability to, to support those usage models. From an enterprise resource access standpoint, you want to make sure that you're getting ahead of these threats by taking into account the context of, of how users are behaving, types of threats they may be encountering, and making sure that there's conditions in place to ensure that 
when there could be a, a vulnerability or, or a risk exposure, you're not allowing those individuals uh, to connect. So that's really a great example of how these MTD and UEM platforms, when they're working together, can help you take more of an informed approach to conditional access, uh, where you confidently deliver access without encounter, encountering any threats in the process. And I think one, one of the bigger themes here is, is taking the bigger picture into account. You're not, again, working in silos where one team's managing endpoints, the other team's getting ahead of threats. You're making sure that you, you capture your digital transformation goals without having any risk of, of being attacked or opening your organization up to any uh, potential for a breach. You know, John's talked a lot about um, making sure the teams don't work in silos and that you really consider the full context of the situation when you're evaluating and really managing risk on these mobile endpoints. I think one of the things that we, we want to make sure uh, customers are aware of uh, as they look to evaluate solutions that are right for their enterprise and, and their mobility strategy, that they really do think comprehensively about what it is that they're trying to protect. This is not just about bringing together endpoint and uh, security tooling. This is looking about uh, across the full connection that those mobile employees are gonna be making from the device that they utilize while they're out on the road to the applications that are installed on that device, all the way through to the infrastructure and the network endpoints that they're gonna be touching. And so this is not something that's just isolated as a little application that sits on the device. This is something that needs to be thought through the network all the way through to those cloud applications that have that really sensitive enterprise data being stored in it. This is truly an end-to-end solution that, that needs to be thought through comprehensively. So let's talk about transition. How do organizations shift from reactive to proactive and what are maybe some of the milestones they need to hit? Yeah, and, and I think we've kind of <laughs> hit this point a couple times, you know, on the on the previous questions, but but it's no less you know important to address it here with this one. Uh, working together is crucial, right? Now more than ever, with all this context considered, endpoints, mobile devices, the threats posed to them, and endpoints and employees being among the most vulnerable links on your chain, uh, the teams that are in charge of all this need to ensure that their strategies the investments they're making, the tactics that they're using to get ahead of all of this is aligned. So communication, collaboration, joint mindset on, on the topic that, hey, maybe you have UEM, but maybe that doesn't mean your devices are safe. There's things you need to do and approaches you need to take in conjunction with one another to get ahead of it all. So, you know, when, when teams are, are having conversations with one another, you know, on the CIO side, you may have a great UEM policy that you rolled out. And you may have thought of all the intangibles to be considered, but then, you know, ask your CISO organization, what are we doing about phishing? What are we doing about crypto jacking or man in the middle? Do we have the right resources and approaches in place to get ahead of that? And, you know, I think teams will find more often than not that they do have some gaps that they need to overcome to ensure that they're, they're really aligned with one another. Well, let's bring this back to Wandera and to IBM. What are you bringing to the table to help customers to make this transition? You know, if I look at where Wandera and IBM stand independently, both are leaders in the space. So customers who look to choose this solution and adopt it for their organizations, they've already selected best-in-breed solutions for managing devices and dealing with mobile risk. I think the partnership that we've struck here, though, is really about going beyond silos, as, as John has, has repeatedly said. It's about working together not just at enabling different teams to work together, but for our technologies to work together. We've really developed some deep integrations that deliver more than the component parts do on their own. 
The real focus for us is on usability. Uh, this partnership is about providing organizations with the tools that they need so that those different personas, the ones that are on the security team, the ones that are on endpoint management, can come together and share a common platform and get more done at the end of the day to help deal with mobile risk and make sure that their end users really stay productive with these new mobility platforms that they're trying to equip them with. Yeah, and just to add to that, and, and Michael did cover uh, most of what I would what I would say, you know, reflecting on the partnership that we have with Wandera, but you know, what our teams need more now than ever is is a combined approach, right? They need to be able to work with one team, one consistent team with consistent approaches that are well aligned to fit within the confines of their strategy so that they don't have to actually go through that whole process of, of managing things separately. You know, they, they can get their whole team involved in ensuring that they're covering all their bases across endpoint management and threat management. Um, and that's what the cohesion of Wandera and IBM are really bringing with this partnership. And we'll continue to develop upon, you know, heading into the future. You know, in the context of strategy, the informed approach to conditional access is, is really new and, and unique approach. And it's, it's one of the things that I think a lot of clients are going to see a lot of uh, benefit in, you know, in the context of what Michael was saying, enabling digital transformation and making sure that everyone has that anytime, anywhere access experience using their preferred applications, but also making sure that the whole process for delivering that experience is not compromised in any way. So, so taking into account the threat and vulnerability information when making those decisions on who does and who doesn't get access, right? And, and as time goes on, I think we're going to see more investment in, in user-based risk assessment technology to make sure that you can profile users and make sure that that behavior that they're engaging in day-to-day doesn't pose any threats to the organization. So, you know, that's the direction that we're going, and it's, it's really exciting to be a part of it. And I think, you know, the CISO and CIO organizations in the businesses that we work with are going to see a lot of value in that combination. Well, John, Michael, very well said. I appreciate your time and insight today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Again, we've been talking about proactive mobile threat defense. I've been speaking with John Harrington, Jr., Product Marketing Manager with IBM Security, and Michael Covington, Vice President of Product with Wondera. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.